I think that's the biggest thing is who, who are you aligning yourself with? Who are you putting on your, you know, payroll or your team uh, as partners or, or anything like that. So. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, real quick before we get started, first of all, I wanted to thank everybody for joining us on the show and for listening uh, to all my loyal listeners. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, continuing to listen and support the show. If you can go on to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen and subscribe to the show, that would be fantastic. Spread the word too. I'd love to, you know, have this reach more and more people. So if you could share it on social media or, or, or and just talk about it to other people, that would be fantastic. And the last thing is if you can go on to iTunes and give us a rating review, uh, hopefully five stars. That would be great as well. It just helps us spread the word more and it helps us get continue to get uh, really good guests on the show. We've had some fantastic guests and I just want to be able to continue to bring fantastic value to you. Go on to our Facebook page too, Pillars of Wealth Facebook page. And I'd like to hear from, from you as a listener of you know, what you're doing in business, what you've got going on, what you are maybe struggling with or uh, being successful with, and then what we can do on the show to help push you to that next level. Maybe uh, questions we can ask our guests, maybe guests that we can get on the show to talk about certain topics, certain things that are really neat, you're needing uh, some, some extra support with. So provide for us some feedback on Facebook, um, and you can also share this out on, on social media. That would be fantastic as well. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being a, uh, being a either new listener or a loyal listener. I definitely appreciate it. And we will get started with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Hump Day Hustle, the show where we focus on business and real estate as our core pillars of wealth creation. My name is John Stiles with Bridge Realty. And I'm excited for another great episode. Today, we're going to be talking about diversification in real estate and investing. And with that, here is our host, Todd Dexheimer. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, John. How about yourself? Doing great. Uh, the spring market seems to be springing up here. So things are getting a little busy here. Well, that's, that's always good. It doesn't, uh, sure doesn't look like spring outside, but, uh, you know, hopefully in a few days, all this, uh, snow from our blizzard will be melted and, you know, everybody be happy. Yeah. The nice thing about second winter is that it's much shorter than the first one. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, cool. So spring markets heating up. Are you seeing, uh, what do you, what are you seeing out there that leads you to believe that it's heating up? What do you what kind of indications are you seeing? Um, well, I just had uh, three listings that go live in the last couple of weeks. And two of the three sold already with multiple offers on both of them. So uh, it was quite intense trying to handle, uh, you know, inquiries from all these different agents um, about these separate properties. And, you know, so... That's just my own little anecdotal evidence there. You know, it's pretty funny because I, 
I used to flip a lot of properties. I used to pay a lot of attention to the market, the single family and uh, small multifamily market in the Twin Cities. And uh, I haven't really paid attention. I don't have, um, I, I don't look at the MLS very often at all. And uh, I, I got sent this property by actually my painter uh, sent me over a property and he, he asked me if uh, I'd be interested in, in investing it. And I'm like, Oh, I'll take a look at it. So I went and took a look at it and uh, property needed, it needs 200 K easily worth of renovation, but it's in a fantastic area. So I thought, Oh, I'll, I'll put an offer on this. So, I go to look at it. It was listed on the MLS in uh, early part of February. I think it was like February 2nd. And of course we are, uh, I think the day I looked at it was like April 8th or 9th. And it just got into multiple offers. Spring market, like you said, spring is yep. strong. Uh, so spring market, it gets into multiple offers. I did put an offer and I'm not expecting to get it. Uh, but I thought oh, it'd be fun to do one flip, um, at, at a time. So that's kind of something I might start doing. I used to do a lot of flips, a lot, a lot of flips. Uh, and I don't want to go back to doing that for sure. But I thought, you know, if I can get one flip and do one flip kind of at a time, maybe do one or two a year, well, that may be something I'd want to try again and see if I can, uh, See if I want to do that. Of course, I I don't want to make it a, a full time job again. But um, one here and there, it's nice because you get a little chunk of money and that's some seed money towards uh, you know some more investments. Yep, yep. We are still waiting for kind of the flood of listings to come on. Hopefully, um, as of uh, let's see, as of the February numbers which it's always painful to look at these numbers because they're, they're always in arrears, but yeah. we were at uh, 8,749 new listings in the 16 county Twin Cities region, which is down from that time year to date last year, which was, mm. so, but yeah, Mar March, April, May, those, those months kind of really, uh, you know, show how the rest of the year is going to go, I think. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. A lot of people have predicted our housing market is, is going to crash or going to, you know, have a downturn or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see that happening. I mean, we have very low inventory. We've got low interest rates. So why is that going to happen? Right. Yep. So, yeah, well, enough about the market. What, what else is going on in your world here? Um, well, I mean, not a ton, right? I've got, uh, um, still working on closing the, uh, the, the 220 unit property. Excited to get that projected closing date for that. Yeah. We're looking at, uh, May 10th. Uh, I think we have until May 14th to be able to close, but we'd like to close as early as possible. So we're aiming for May 10th on a closing date. And uh, just be excited to get going. I, even if we can close earlier, that'd be better because uh, honestly, uh, the best time to close on a property, in my opinion, is is actually in the winter because that gives you a lot of opportunity to start your value add 
um, and then be perfect timing for the spring market. So uh, if we get in May, uh, we can get some of these units uh, renovated fairly quickly and maybe even have some units ready, uh, you know, starting to be able to get looked at in June for a July rental. Um, that would be fantastic. So just excited to get going on that. Um, I've also been trying to, uh, or been doing some more speaking kind of in the Twin Cities at some events. Uh, I went out to San Francisco, uh, as everybody probably, if you heard last week, I was in San Francisco in LA, um, meeting with people, did a couple meetups. So that's just been kind of fun to do, uh, to get involved with that. And it's good networking. You know, my, the nice thing about speaking at an event, if you have the credibility to be able to speak at an event, um, is that all of a sudden you become somebody that people want to talk to. So it's easy to network then once you do speak at an event. So that's always definitely a benefit, but you know, a couple of things I just want to get more, my, my brand out there just helps, helps build my brand and, and awareness. And of course, you know, hopefully have more, continue to get more and more listeners to this podcast and, and just continue to grow the business and awareness. And then also to help people out. There's a lot of people that want to get started. And so it's nice to be able to give them information and, um, you know, help them out as well. So um, beyond that, did we talk about it next or last time we've got a conference coming up? I can't remember if we mentioned that or not, but yeah, we mentioned it. That was coming up. So all the details are still getting worked out, but we're getting closer and closer to that. Yep. It's going to be called the North star real estate conference. Uh, it's going to be located in the twin cities in you know, Minneapolis area. And it's going to be September 20th through the 21st. And we're also going to do a charity uh, event gala um, in the evening. Uh, I, I haven't decided or we haven't decided if it's going to be Friday evening or Saturday evening or we're going to be doing a charity gala one of the evenings to try to raise some money for a couple different causes. So it'll be fun. Keep your calendars uh, open during that time. We'd love to have you out to Minneapolis. The Minneapolis area is still warm, by the way in September. So if you're coming from like somewhere down South and you think I don't want to go into the frigid North, it's not cold yet. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, yeah, so we're going to have, I can't make any guarantees, but <laughs> likely it's not cold yet. Right. We'll have a link. Uh, Cause we're starting to uh, advertise our ticket sales. So that will be available soon here. Watch for that in the show notes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and I want to mention a few things. First of all, I've been doing some coaching and I want to continue to kind of expand that slowly and, and take on a few clients. And, and up until recently, I didn't really believe uh, in coaching and, and uh, you know, taking courses and stuff like that. But I recently, or I shouldn't say recently, it's been, it's been a, a few years now, hired a, a coach and saw a immediate results and have been very happy with it and decided, you know, as my teaching background, I wanted to do some coaching myself and help other people get the results that I was able to achieve. And so if you're at that point where you think that's 
the spot for you, or maybe you just want to explore if it's right for you, uh, you know, reach out to me. I'd have a free discovery call with you. We want to make sure that it is the right step for you to take. There might be other things that you can do to get success. Uh, and coaching might not be it, but let's have that discovery call to find out if that is uh, the step that you need to take. So it can really make a major impact in your business and get you to that next level. Uh, the other thing is John Styles. He's on this show every single week uh, with me on the Hump Day Hustle. And John Styles is a real estate agent in, in Minnesota, and he will help you find a good, good investment property. John is very knowledgeable and can help you find an investment property. It can also help you sell your investment property. So reach out to John Styles with Bridge Realty and uh, connect with him. He'll also, you know, consult with you and, uh, and make sure you guys are the right fit. So uh, give him a call if you're in Minnesota, reach out to him. Uh, he'd love to help as well. Back to the show. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's it for me, John. Anything new for you that you want to mention or you want to get on the show? Let's, let's go ahead and dive into the topic here. So diversification. Uh, what did you have in mind as far as financial diversification, investing diversification? Yeah, overall, I think, uh, you know, obviously investing diversification is uh, a good thing. And I think company diversification is a good thing. Now, I think your company needs to be We've talked about Gary Keller's book, The One Thing, where it's very focused. Um, but I think you can still focus um, on your business and have it diversified. So when I'm talking diversification, I'm talking a few things. Uh, my properties are in several different markets, right? So I've got multifamily, I've got some single families. I've got some small multifamily, large multifamily. So that's diversification in itself. And I've got properties in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Okay. So that's diversification because I've got different markets. There's different things happening in all those markets. The next thing I'm looking at is diversification among asset classes. So how do we position ourselves in our company to be able to go into some different asset classes. And, and by that, I mean, I'm looking at uh, self-storage. I'm looking at mobile home parks. I'm looking at potentially some light industrial and getting into those opportunities and what's the best strategy. So as you grow in your business and expand, it uh, doesn't matter what your business is. You've got to look at ways to diversify your business, but yet not get the shiny object syndrome not get uh, totally distracted by starting totally new things that are unrelated. So these businesses, if you really boil them down, they're all the same, right? They're, it's a product of your cash flow, your net operating income. We've got our expenses and, we, and very similar expenses in most cases. And we've got our income and very income, very similar income. Most of it's rental income. And there's some, you know, outside income like laundry machines or, you know, different other contracts, but uh, very similar. We've got leases on, on all cases, um, you know, maybe different types of leases, but, um, and then we've got, you know, it's real estate. So they're all pretty similar, 
they've all got slightly different um, aspects to them. But in my opinion, you're still able to focus on the one thing if you can diversify within different asset classes and within different markets. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, the danger I think with diversification is that you dilute your efforts and your time. And um, as the one thing talks about, you know, you're just, you're involved in so many things that you're not really excelling or doing great at, at any one thing. So that's kind of the danger, but, but, but uh, if you can get your business to a, to a place where, you know, the different roles are maybe delegated and, and, you're excelling in that one thing, then that, you know, really gives you a kind of a springboard to add on different pieces that are outside of that one thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good point, John. You don't, you've got to be careful that you're not spreading yourself too thin and that you're not uh, losing focus so for me, you know, multifamily is the focus of my company and it's going to continue to be the focus of my company. Um, trying to build a you know, company that has a large multifamily, um, you know, large amount of multifamily holdings. Uh, and so that's definitely my main focus and, and that's going to continue to be. But as I'm looking at potentially you know, diversifying into some other asset classes and, and being involved in some of those, what I'm, one of the main things that I'm doing is I'm also looking for strategic partnerships. So I'm also looking at how I can either bring other people into my business uh, to align with my business and, and they will kind of head up, you know, let's call it the self-storage investing department. Um, or we will then partner just on a, on a per-property you know, type level. So, it, you know, how can you diversify without, again, without spending all your efforts onto the new kind of product or whatever you want to call it. And so that's, that's really important. That's what we're, I'm looking at right now is how can I make and form strategic business relationships and, and do this strategically to where I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not losing focus and to where it's, it's actually a benefit to the business and not just a distraction to the business. So do you have any example in your own experience where you have added, you, you have diversified and either worked out really well or maybe didn't work out well? Um, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I guess, uh, you know, so far the properties in different states, I would call that some diversification. Uh, you know, the, the biggest concern there is you've got to do your research and due diligence. I would say, um, I can, I can say both. It's worked out really well and, and some is to be determined and others have, I don't know that the, the nothing has really gone terribly wrong, but some of them have not gone as well as planned. And, the reason for that is because I probably didn't spend enough time in the due diligence phase of researching the market, the submarket within the uh, within the market, and so I did buy a few properties that maybe weren't quite what I thought they were going to be, or in the areas that I thought they were going to be. So that would maybe be uh, the biggest mistake that I've made so far. Now I think those properties will work out really well. I'm actually selling one of them uh, right now 
that uh, I, I've owned for three years and is looking at the returns on that. And, uh, you know, we're going to be making about 60% return, uh, annualized return on investment. So that, you know, that works out really well. I think anybody would be fairly happy with a 60% annualized return. But as far as like, was it, did everything go perfectly? No. I mean, we struggled with some cash. We had some cash flow issues, um, you know, struggled with some, some different aspects of management. Um, and, and there's another property that I'm thinking of that's very similar. We're struggling with cash flow. Um, you know, we've had some management issues. Uh, so things do happen when you do diversify. Uh, I've learned now that uh, it's really, really important to, to do your complete due diligence, make sure you truly understand exactly what you're getting into, and then make sure you form teams, uh, the right teams and put them in place. And that's something that, uh, that last element that I've been, you know, very careful about making sure I have the right people in place now to make sure the properties or the asset is you know, in a, in a good position from the start. So uh, I think that's the biggest thing is who, who are you aligning yourself with? Who are you putting on your, you know, payroll or your team uh, as partners or, or anything like that? So yeah, in past episodes, we've gone into depth about, you know, exploring and researching other markets, and then also putting together your teams. And that's just really been helpful to have of your experiences in that and to enlighten those discussions. But um, so yeah, as people are looking for ways to diversify, those are definitely different things to keep in mind. And it's a lot about spending time in research, you know, making sure you know what you're getting into and that you're making wise decisions uh, based on that, what you find. Yeah, look for me. Uh, like I said, as I'm, I'm looking. There's, there's a few asset classes I'm really looking into, um, and and there's a few markets I'm really looking into as well. And for me, as I'm doing that, um, it's about learning those markets, learning the asset classes, but also meeting the right people that are involved in those markets and in those asset classes, so that I can set myself up for success in those. I would rather partner with uh, somebody that really understands and knows um, certain aspects of the business better than I do uh, and me bring my skills and expertise and make it a, a really good positive um, investment overall versus getting the whole thing and then maybe struggling with some things that I maybe would miss along the way by not having that same partner. So again, like I said, I'm looking for strategic relationships and partnerships that can really lead me into that right direction and, my, and, and set my company up for, you know, success down the road. Uh, it's all about long-term, you know, continuing to grow the company, continuing to uh, be profitable now and into the future. And having those key people on your team, it, I think is really essential for being successful at diversifying without diluting your efforts. Because if you bring in that person who is really passionate about that other area, let's continue to talk, for example, about self-storage. You know, 
maybe you don't have to become the expert of self-storage and, and do all the different tasks and all the different business operation of that section of your company. But if you bring in the person who is passionate about it, who is already knowledgeable about it, you know, you can bring your strength to the table and, and through a partnership, you can, you can be diversified and successful at the same time. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, and I, I understand the strategy of being super laser focused. Um, but in, in my opinion, it does bring uh, some additional risks to it. I know some people that have a lot of units, thousands of units in one market um, or maybe just two markets. But I know some people that are just in one market, one market alone. And if that market does shift in a negative way, they could be set up for failure and in risk of losing, potentially losing everything, you know, hopefully uh, that that never happens to them and they've set themselves up properly. And, and, you know, that's the other thing is you need to set yourself up properly. You need to do the things that we talk about is having good reserve accounts, having good financing, having cash flow, um, you know, buying the property, right? All that kind of stuff. Um, but it, it, it's not a defense mechanism that they're putting into place. And that's, you know, a little concerning on my end, right, wrong, or, in, you know, I, I don't know. But um, in my opinion, I'd rather have a little bit of diversity versus uh, just being all completely in the same exact market, same exact investment type and doing the same exact strategy every single time. Sounds good. So that's, uh, I, I really, honestly, that's it. I just wanted to put those thoughts out there. Um, if anybody has some uh, mobile home parks, self-storage, or multifamily, they want to bring my way, I'd love to talk to you. So. You know, feel free to bring those my way as well. I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for bigger size properties. I don't want, um, you know, I don't want a 10 pad mobile home park, but you know, if we got a hundred pad mobile home park, uh, I'd definitely uh, be interested in looking at something like that or a, a nice size self storage uh, facility or opportunity. Definitely would look at stuff like that or a hundred plus unit multifamily. Sounds good. So people can contact you through the Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth Creation. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd love to continue the conversation about diversification and how our listeners and viewers have seen success or maybe failures and lessons learned while they've been diversifying their businesses. Yeah, it'd be cool to hear from somebody or some, some people that have uh, you know, diversified and see what they think about it. If they've had success with it or if they go, well, there's, this is here, the reasons why not to do it. That'd be great. So feel free to make comments and we'd love to have that conversation. Sounds great. All right. Well, that's it, John. Um, anything else? I think that does it. So we'll cool. look forward to talking to everybody next week. All right. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. 
Go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review, and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business, and reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day, and as I say, make every day a Saturday.